Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Damn these Biloxi blues. It happens every night And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer That could ever be a friend of mine Summer heat never treats me kind It leaves trouble on my mind So I'm bidding farewell Putting in my notice And I'll see you at another time This highway Does not know my name And I don't care, no Come on right here and listen, listen. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there. Oh, yeah. Kool-Aid man right there behind me saying, oh, yeah. Low budget live from the low budget live bar and grill. Got the Kool-Aid man here and happy freaking new year to you. We made it. We made it. We made it into a new decade. That's incredible when you think about it, really. And I, I know I talked about that a lot on the last uh, low budget live, not so live. Texting our guest from today, right there. Texting our guest. Uh, you know, on air talent producer. Uh, talent booker extraordinaire right here, uh, just doing everything, LBL. But yeah, we made it. We made it to another decade. And that's, that's amazing. That's amazing to think about the next 10 years uh, on its way, on its way. So here we are, low budget live, January the 6th, when you hear this, January the 6th. And I want to say, 
Go Titans, baby, and go Vols for all my Tennesseans out there. Man, Tennessee down, you know, Indiana just Gator Bowl. Man, it was it was a rough one. It was a rough one, and we came back in the last five minutes of that ball game. Unbelievable. I was ready to give up on them a couple times. It was just ugly, but they they they, they, they did it. They got it done. Win by a point over Indiana, Gator Bowl, Jeremy Pruitt. Man, come on. It was fun. And then yesterday, last night, of course, when you hear this, it'll be two days ago, the Titans rolled up into Foxborough, up there in the land of Brady and the land of Bill Belichick, and just said, "Mm mm-mm. No, this is where your right ends, bud. This is where your right ends, and Derrick Henry just ran all over them. It's a good game. It was it was uh, it was a defensive battle at times, but uh, Derrick Henry, even though he's an Alabama guy, I'm a, I'm a Titans nut, so I'm pulling from a dude now. He's a Titan. He's a he's a he's a real man, that Derrick Henry. But now we move on and play Baltimore next week. You know, number one team in the AFC, so number one seed. We'll see how that goes. But uh, rolled into Foxborough, Gillette, whatever they call it, Gillette, and uh, came out with a W, a W. And uh, you hate to see it, don't you? You just hate to see it. Uh, so that was fun. Last night, staying up late, watching that. I only fell asleep once on the couch during that game. So uh, big big props to myself on that. Uh, you know, in my current physical shape, which we're going to get to, but in my current physical shape and, uh, you know, it's wintertime. It gets a little warm in the house. Get a blanket on the, on the couch and I'm out. I'm out. Uh, I know a lot of you are probably the same way, but I'm out, 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 out. So that would definitely happen last night. But uh, I'm well rested for low budget live, not so live today. And low budget live, not so live, and low budget live always brought to you by the fine folks at Starbright, Startron, cleaning up your boat, keeping ethanol ran out, plumb out into the woods. Get that ethanol away from your big motor on your boat, get it away from your chainsaw with some Startron. Available just about everywhere. Only thing I can tell you is just don't drink it because uh, you won't enjoy it. You won't enjoy it. But uh, your chainsaw and your weed eater, they'll take a little drop of that. They'll take a little dose. A little dab will do you. This bottle right here, 16 ounces, will treat 256 gallons gallons of gas right there. There you go. So thanks to the fine folks at Startron keeping you low-budget, live-headed your way. Excited about today. Very excited about today. Um, excited. I just, just dropped a new fishing video. We got more fishing videos coming up. And you guys watched it, and I appreciate it. And there's there's so much more to come this year. And and uh, But uh, the last podcast, you know, I did by myself, and I, I got in here, and I ran it, and I raved a little bit, and uh, like always. But uh, I told you, gave you a little nugget, that we would have a, a very special guest today. And we do. We do have a very, 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 very special guest that I'm excited about that I had him on the list of people I wanted to have on. We're actually going to have two guests. But uh, the main guest today, uh, somebody I've wanted to have on, but I I dropped you a little nugget and I said we were going to have the Z train, Mr. Mark Zona, to kick off the year with a splash. And uh, Mark reached out to me two days ago, and he has an illness in his family, and I'm not going to disclose anything else other than that out of privacy and and respect for Mark. But uh, thoughts and prayers to Mark and his family right now. They're going through some stuff and uh, for sure. And so he's he's not going to be on this week. 
We've got another guest, but uh, Mark is uh, Mark is such a good guy and has been there through for me a lot in life and and you know business ways and advice and just a good friend and uh, somebody I really respect in this fishing world and outside of this fishing world. So um, thoughts and prayers with Mark and his family right now, and we're going to get Mark on in the next couple of weeks for sure. He and I talked about it, and it's going to happen. Um, definitely going to happen. So hang on to that. Got another good one for you today, though. Trust me on that one. Trust me on that one. I'm always going to do my best to get you the best because y'all the best. That was a lot of, a lot of the best. So um, that, will be, uh, that will be coming up very, very, very soon. All right. <laughs> this, is, this is fun. This is going to be fun right here. So I want to read the definition of a word to you guys right here. Low budget live. I'm gonna look right in this camera from the low budget live bar and grill. It's a big episode. It's a big day today. And I'm gonna I'm gonna start by reading the definition of slander to you. That's a legal term that gets thrown out a lot. Slander. To slander, the verb of that. Slander is the action or crime of making a false spoken statement that is damaging to a person's reputation. A false spoken statement that is damaging to a person's reputation. A false statement that is damaging to a person's reputation. It's also a verb to make false and damaging statements about someone. So false or damaging statements. And false and damaging. That's the verb. To slander. Slandering. So... Turns out I'm being sued for slander by drumroll. No, it's not anybody in Major League Fishing. No, it's not anybody that matters. Jason Christie with a hard Y. Not Jason Christie, the legendary bass fisherman. Jason Christie, the absolute fraud in bass fishing. Jason Christie. Uh, I don't know that I'm getting sued by Jason Christie. He apparently had a rough night a couple nights ago on Instagram, and uh, he did post Kelly J, Fishes the Elite Series. Um, Kelly J made a post of his pic of his truck somewhere. Jason Christie fishing with a Y, real big on the side. And uh, <laughs> and he said, hey, guys, I'm really nervous. I want this guy's autograph, but I'm, I'm scared to talk to him. And it was just funny. And there were a lot of people that, that commented under it, and somebody tagged me, and it was like, hey, Luke, it's your boy, which he's not my boy. And I, I just... You know, last episode, you can go back and listen to it. Uh, all I said was the guy never qualified last year for the FLW Tour. He didn't qualify again this year. Uh, he would never qualify, I don't think. I think that's fair to say. And he really puts up a front like he's, you know, the second Jason Christie, and uh, which he is, I guess, technically. That's not that's not, that's not not false. But but he does. And, you know, I was around him on tour last year, and he didn't even fish all the events, and he – whatever. It's just, it's just dumb. His whole thing, and it's been – People talk about it, and it's silly. And if you Google him, there are lots of things that come up, right? I don't have to tell you that. Um, this has been shared and shared and shared and shared and shared. But the guy commented under this Kelly J thing when somebody mentioned me and said that I was being sued for slander, sued for slander uh, over things I said on this podcast. I'm being sued for slander of Jason Christie. Well, buddy, I hate to tell you, um, I'm not a law guy. I, I don't even really like lawyers, okay? Um, 
from my personal dealings with them, not that much. I've got some good friends that are lawyers, but uh, for the most part, eh, not a fan, okay? But I will tell you this. I don't think that you make your opening statements in a law suit or law case on Instagram, uh, these these comments were deleted, and I never personally got to see them because he has me blocked on social media, which is hilarious. Which is hilarious, and uh, I, but I but I do have those. I do have those comments on my phone. Um, so I just wanted to say, Jason, if you and your lawyers are listening, I didn't say anything. It's not true. I said that uh, you didn't qualify, which is very true, and you never will. You won't requalify. Um, your track record speaks for itself in that. Uh, but you'll probably make some some videos that you pay somebody. I don't know where the money comes from. You know, there's there's lots of lots of speculation there. Um, but he likes to talk about his money though, and 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 I do do want to point that out because there were a couple guys. That just commented, you know, commented on that post Kelly J made, which was fun, which was fun, which is just as much slander as anything I've said on here or anything Randy Flowers has done. But you don't know Randy Flowers because he's anonymous. But I say it with my face, and you're going to sue me for slander. Uh good, good, good talk. Um, but he sent this uh, a message I have right here on my phone that I've got uh, uh, a guy I know called him an imposter. A bass fishing imposter in the comments, and he DM'd him. He didn't comment back to me. He DM'd him. He says, "Really? Are you an imposter that has very little money and not a pot to piss in or a window to throw out? I gave away a hundred thousand dollars to local charities last year. How about you shut the blank up, keyboard warrior? Keyboard warrior, piss off, pretender. That's what he sent this guy. And various other things too." And he, and he sent another guy something very similar. And uh, here's the deal, buddy. Here's the deal. Uh, yeah, I'd say you got some money because you buy Facebook likes, obviously, and some other things. Um, but, you know, chill out with the with the full-on attack with everybody. Uh, if you would just, you know, shut up, people might leave you alone. But, uh, but I just wanted to say that, uh, I, I, you know, maybe he sues me. Uh, if he does, we'll live stream it. That's all I got to say because I haven't said anything that anybody else hasn't ever said uh, on any sports show. You know, people, Tom Brady's garbage. Oh, it's slander. No, it's not, big guy. Um, if I said Jason Christie uh, allegedly did something and it wasn't true, that's slander. I never said that. I said you suck at bass fishing. I said you shouldn't be on the FLW tour. That's not that's not slander. That's just freaking fact. I said it makes FLW look bad that you're there. That's fact. But there's about I don't know thirty or forty other guys that that's the same case with didn't didn't qualify, didn't fish the coastas to qualify, um, didn't even fish all the events last year. And this is something that me as an FLW guy last year we worked very hard at making a a more prestigious trail with qualification standards uh, and things like that. And, you know, you didn't even fish all the events, buddy. You didn't fish all the events. I also know that uh, a sponsor that I share, not a sponsor, he doesn't have a sponsor, but um, he bought logos and put all over his boat and things. They had sent him cease and desist email. Like, I've got the email. Like, take the logos off your truck. We don't want to be associated with this, man. So, Dude is whatever, but I'm just telling you, and I've seen people comment and go, hey, Luke Duncan's throwing shade at you. There was some guy saying that. I ain't throwing shade. I'm just speaking the truth. It's silly, man. Bass fishing is weird like that, too. Um, when I was in the music world, it's like it, it was a little like that. 
right? Um, and and hats off to guys like the Elite Series, uh, you know, and BPT going forward where they have these qualification measures, you know, Bass Pro Tour, they did select their field, hand pan pick it and all that for this first time, but they are trying to get like a qualification standard, and I hope they stick to it. And, you know, the Elite Series always had it until they were pillaged. Um, and their guys left, so to speak, and then they had to kind of break their qualification. But they're they're back to to sticking to it now. You know, they they took a year out to fill their field, and and now they're back going right. So, but but it's very strange. You know, you can't walk in a bar carrying a football helmet and be like, yeah, play for the Patriots. So, or buy Facebook likes and say, hey man, Patriots linebacker. You can fact check that, right? But this dude could go into a bar and say, hey, I'm a pro fisherman. Look at me. And his truck says he's a fisherman. And his little cute little jersey says he's a fisherman. And uh, he's, it's weird in fishing like that. It's like there's a, there's a con man around every corner, uh, either with a social media thing or, or you know, it's very strange. You see a lot of people buying likes, you know, young guys, old guys, uh, Facebook, Instagram. That was a thing, you know. You can't buy them on YouTube, thank God, or some of these guys would be, um, you know, the biggest YouTube fishing sensations. Move over, Guggen Squad. Move over, Milliken Fishing. Jason Christie's coming to town. I mean, if you could, uh, you know, some some guys like this, they would really, uh, they would take over the fishing world. But it's sad that they try to use that to, you know, convince people there's something they're not or um you know but but uh and and this coming from a guy that never had the track record he wanted on the flw tour at all but i qualified every single time i requalified every year based on their qualification that they had in the brochure every single year okay uh never made the four foot cup never top 10 whatever but i called him sometimes and 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 i never tried to act like i was better than anybody and I never tried to convince anybody I was something I wasn't. I enjoy spreading the word on this sport. I enjoy trying to help with the uh, the growth of this sport. And, and, you know, that's what I've done. That's why I've been really vocal on social media always, making videos and trying to make bass fishing fun, make it entertaining. Um, it is that for me 99% of the time, you know. Uh, so it's really weird that we have that in bass fishing. And, and that's what I talked about is – They'll fill the FLW Tour field as long as there are guys, and this is why the Opens do so well as well, because a guy can pay his entry fees, he can fish four events, and he can say he's a Bassmaster Pro. The general public doesn't know, you know, the difference. It's not that big of a sport. So, you know, if that's slander, so be it, big guy. So be it. Um, Sucks to suck. That's all I can say. I don't. I don't know. I've. I have sucked right there with you, buddy. I've sucked. I understand, but uh, I didn't just keep on just and uh, and this this dude. I, I will say this too. He came after Ike and Ellie last year. Brian the Carpenter on Ike Live went after Toyota. To, you know, saying they were bull, cyber bullying him. You know, then my thing is you're bullying yourself. <laughs> Throwing this stuff out there is you're bullying yourself, man. You're asking for it. You're begging for it. You're begging for it. And uh, and in this day of time where everybody's a savage online and they keep up with everything to the nth degree, you better be backing up what you're putting out there, you know? And you better not, you know, type your name into Google and a bunch of bunch of stuff comes up <laughs> either, you know? Um, it's very odd. 
It's a very odd situation. So uh, I'm not sure what's going on there, but I wanted to make it public. I wanted to make it public that I'm being sued for slander. So this is this is a big day. This is a big year. Kicking off the decade, kicking off the decade with our first ever low-budget live lawsuit. <laughs> Heck yeah, baby. Heck yeah. I mean, come on. Come on with it. So moving on past the... Uh, the insanity. Stop getting in people's DMs, okay? And if you want to tell me uh, that I'm being sued, send me an email. Call me. Call me. Um, unblock me. Message me, and and uh, and we'll talk, pumpkin. Anytime you get ready or have your lawyer reach out or something. I don't know. Uh, hashtag all in. All in on the court cases. Hashtag all in. So here we go. Um, something else crazy this week. Crazy. Not not really crazy. I won't say crazy. Um, controversial, steamy, steamy goodness. Um, my 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 buddy Ben Milliken uh, released a video this week, and you can uh, you can check it out on his channel. And he basically called out uh, the Guggen Squad and their hardbake collection. Called them out for uh, in his mind. Uh, and in his opinion, knocking off six cents hard baits, six cents crank baits, and and it's well known that I'm affiliated with six cents. I have been for several years now. Uh, it is well known that uh, I am I'm friends with Ben Milliken, and we just uh, collabed down in Texas. Don't know Ben extremely well yet, but I like Ben. Ben's a hard worker. I really respect Ben. I don't know any of the guys in the Guggen Squad. I can say that. Uh, we've mentioned Lunkers on here. We've, Rob reached out to me, said he was a fan of a couple episodes, and we've talked back and forth, and I, and I hope to have Rob on the show uh, very soon. I've just got some, some guests and some things we're, we're trying to get through, and, and, uh, and, and I do believe I'll, I'll get Rob on here. I, I, I want to. Especially with this situation, you know, I'd like to hear what he's got to say. Rob's very opinionated, just like Ben is. But Ben, I, I felt like he did a really professional video, and he compared some of these hard baits. You need to go check it out if you haven't seen it. And uh, he he cut them open. He showed the weight transfer systems. Um, and, and you know, this is a this is something that happens in the fishing world. Y'all know that. Y'all know that. And I've seen a lot of the comments on Ben's stuff. This, this is something that goes on a lot. You know, it's not just in this situation in particular. It's it goes on from the big box retailers knocking off the bait company's products because they can sell it for two dollars cheaper. It goes on from company to company to company. If you have something that that blows up, a Cinco, everybody's got a Cinco. You got a chatterbait, everybody's got a chatterbait. You know, um, deep deep plugs, everybody's got their spin on those. Um, and there's a lot of similarities between those two crank those those crankbaits. You know, um, that is that is. Definitely the case. Go watch Ben's video. Um, you know, let me know what you think about it. It's it's a shame that the industry operates in that way. Um, and and I think that uh, you know those baits are selling. The Guggen baits are selling. The Six Cents baits are selling. I hope that everybody can just make a living fishing. That's awesome. You know, but but it is. Uh, there's a lot of similarities between the baits. But the same goes on in a lot of companies and different things. Uh, so let you be the judge. Go check it out. Go check it out. I'm going to have Ben on hopefully next week to talk about this. And and uh, and I would love to, you know, get uh, get Rob from the Guggen Squad on as well in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to reach out to him again and see, you know. Um, I Like I said, I'm associated with Sixth Sense. I'm associated with Ben. 
but I don't want it to come off like I'm biased in one way or the other. You know, I don't know anything about those guys. Uh, that's why I want to have them on. I'd like to learn more uh, about it. I know a lot of the industry opinion on some things that they've done. And, uh, and then certainly this video, you know, a lot of people are saying Ben was trying to get views and things like that by throwing their name in. And, and you'll see those kind of comments pop up. But uh, I know Ben well enough that I don't, I mean, I don't feel like he needs views. Ben's doing well for himself. He works really hard. But he does take things like that very personal. And I think he may have had a personal uh, relationship with some of those guys in the past. Uh, I'm not sure which ones exactly. We can ask him. But uh, he took this very personal. He wears his six cents patch on his sleeve, to say the very least. And uh, he's a big fan of what they do. He works very closely with Casey and those guys down there. And, and those guys are really – I've seen people saying, oh, you get your baits in China, this is what happens. And I, I want to speak to that. So I've seen that in the comments several times. And it does happen. TH Marine gets some stuff in China. That's, that's my personal uh, you know, dealings in business. We've gotten some things. And you can buy some of our stuff in China. And that does happen. But it's a little different. You know, a lot of people manufacture overseas. Very few baits are made other than, you know, custom swim baits and whatnot here in the United States now. So I think it's a more, bigger issue than the fact that they're manufactured in China. I really do. I, I think it's a bigger issue than that. When you can you can get something that's very similar, you know, on the outside they do look different. Uh, I feel like they're, they're you know, but the lips are very similar um, on the crankbaits and things. And um, it was an interesting video. It's interesting. Go check it out. Go check it out. Um, you know, but. Six cents. Do, they do get a lot of things out of China, manufactured, uh, just like every other company in the United States now. Uh, but I will say this: they push, and and I'm all I'm going into year three with these guys. Uh, they push for new products. They're bouncing stuff off of us all the time, trying to develop new things. I mean, look at this access crankbait, crazy stuff, stuff that's outside of the box big time. And they've always done that, the splashback popper. I mean, these are things that are not knockoffs of other things that you just get made in China, okay? Uh, the hybrid jig, like the head's totally different. You know, their swim jig is totally different uh, from a lot of swim jigs out there. And um, I think that that's, that's really what makes them special to me. The colors are great. Um, the people are great. But, the you know, the... The time, energy, and effort. You got Philip Jones down there. He's designing soft plastics now. He's designing a lot of hard baits. They got so many things in the making that are special just to them. So, um, so go check out Ben's video, and hopefully, going to have Ben on very, very soon. So, moving on, I got a guest coming up in fifteen minutes. The big guest, the main guest. But first, <laughs> this is going to be. This is going to be crazy. So, for those of you that are new, let me get a drink. For those of you that are new to Low Budget Live, not so live, Low Budget Live, uh, last year I did a thing where I tried to lose some weight and I called it the Fat Ass Challenge, just being funny and, and uh, rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Fat Ass Challenge. But I, I lost a lot of weight last year and, and, uh, and I was doing really good. I felt really good last year up until October when my mom got really bad. And, and that's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. But, I mean, I had kicked bread and pasta and all kind of stuff and was really, you know, I was working out a little bit and, uh, and feeling good. But then uh, my mom passed away. 
And it's been a crazy fall. The fall is always hard anyways because you have Thanksgiving and you have Christmas and just it's just cold and you just eat biscuits and gravy. And uh, it's, it's always difficult anyways, unless you're really disciplined. And I'm not. I'm not. So here's what I want to do. Uh, starting now, this week, the Fat Ass Challenge is back. It's back. Um, but I need accountability. People need accountability. And if some of you have reached out to me and said, hey, man, if you do this again, if you do this again, I want in. Yeah, I want to be a part of the Fat Ass Challenge. So we're going to do two things. Me and Big C, who we're fixing to call, Big Corey, Corey Williams. Corey's gained a lot of weight, too. We're going to do a live weigh-in right now, fixing to Skype him on Low Budget Live, not so live. i got my shorts on, my T-shirt. I'm probably going to take – I need to just strip down. So I, but, but I want the most weight I can get, right? For this challenge, Corey and I are going 500 bucks to who loses the most weight. I'm going to look at his scales. He's going to look at mine. Now, we do need official scales. I will agree with that. And, and in the weeks to come, we just couldn't get together today. In weeks to come, we will make an official scale, okay? But this is going to run through the Bassmaster Classic, first week of March. So about 60 days of weight loss. We're going to see what we can do. Join in with me. Okay, join in with me. Send me your pictures. Tag me on tag me on Instagram. Lose some weight. Let's lose some weight. Let's get healthy. I'm the last guy on earth that's going to motivate you very much. I hate it. I hate diets. I like comfort food. I love burgers and fries. I love Chick Fil A. I love milkshakes. I like having a liquor drink. But we are going to try to dump some pounds, get to feeling better. And this is only the beginning. We want to carry this through all of 2020. And and, and this is. Cliche, everybody does this at the first of the year. Everybody wants to start over, but this is the best time to do it. Let's do it together. So I'm going to put together a fan prize pack, okay? I don't don't have everything in it. I'm going to reach out to some sponsors. I want this to be big. But Corey and I's bet, and we're fixing to call Corey, is 500 bucks to the winner, $500 between Corey and I, okay? It's obvious I'm probably going to win because Corey... Is stupid, like Darian. But 500 bucks to the winner, and for the most weight loss, I'm going to need pictures of scales. I'm going to we're going to document this. But send me uh, if you want to be a part of it. Low budget live the number one at gmail.com. Okay, low budget live the number one at gmail.com. Hit me up on there. Let's let's do this. Let's do this. Be the fat ass challenge fan winner. Go up against me and Corey. Uh, and and if you lose more weight than us, I may I may throw in all kind of stuff. Okay, but I, I'm working on some things for it. Don't have it all done. But in the meantime, let's call Big C right now. I'm gonna try to Skype. I don't ever use Skype. Try to Skype Corey right now. We are skyping Corey. We're going to record this on Skype. Let's get him on here. He's not answering. It's a jazzy tune, though. Come on, Corey. Stupid Corey. He's not answering. He's answering. It's Big C, ladies and gentlemen. Why is it only audio? Hang on. I'm switching to video. Hang on. Corey, you're, something's wrong with your camera. Hey, it's Corey, ladies and gentlemen. Let me make sure this thing's recording, Corey. It's not recording, Corey. Hang on. It's recording now, Corey. Hey, 
Corey. Corey's on, guys. Look, it's Corey. So, Corey, I explained to everybody how the fat ass challenge is going to work. And we will get some official set of scales, right? Today's yes. just a starter. I yeah, see your dumb face you're making. Official scales? What yeah, we need official scales, even though you couldn't be here today. Home? I don't know. We got to have some. I mean, I feel like my scales are the official scales. All right, well, we bring it Wednesday and we'll do a, a reway. We'll do a reway on Wednesday with the official scales. That's right. This is just to give everybody a little hype. This is the hype. So starting January 6th, and it's going to the Classic, and, I, and we're working on an event for the Classic. You don't even know about this yet, and this will all end at the Classic. All right, are you ready? Are, who's going first, me or you? I don't care. You don't care? I'm going to have to be really careful not to turn everything over when I do this. I've got another microphone here handy. Corey, you go ahead. Corey, $500 on the line, low-budget live, fat-ass challenge. Let's go. Weigh it up, Corey. Can you hear the people chanting? Corey. Dude, I'm trying. Hold on. I don't know how to flip it. Just flip it around. It's not there. Like it... All right, here we go. Can you see it? 243. Two? Hundred and forty-three pounds. Flashing. Yep. We're, I'm gonna need a second weight. Two hundred and forty-three pounds. Is this the fattest you've ever been in your life? Absolutely. Oh, I'm definitely the fattest I've ever been. I found a picture by of you least, by at least twenty pounds. Twenty pounds heavier than you've ever been. Okay, one more time. Two forty-three. Go ahead. We got to get an official weight. This is an official weight. Here we go. Two forty-three. The first time, ladies and gentlemen. It's got Crocs on. There it is. 243 again? That's it. 243. All right. Here we go. I got to take my... All right. All right. Here we go. How'd you flip your camera around? I just turned my phone. Uh, That's what I'm going to do as well. It's because you're recording the call. Okay. Let me see. Right here. All right. Get these scales going here, buddy. I got two microphones, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Hang on. I'm going to check his pockets. All right, here we go. 220.5, heaviest I've ever been in my life. 220.5, ladies and gentlemen. 220. Do you want me to do it again? I just turned them on again. Here we go. I'm going to do it again. Putting the microphone down, Corey. 220 on the nose without the... 220.5... With the microphone, 220.5. 220.5. You're so fat. I'm so fat. I'm the fattest I've ever been. All right. So it's 500 bucks. 500 bucks. I'm 220. Dude, you got 20 pounds on me, boy. Woo! I want a side pod if I catch you. Like, we should do a side pod if I catch you. If you catch me to 220 before I lose weight. Uh, if I catch your weight. What's that even mean? If I was to catch your weight. Like, if I weigh the same as you at the end of this challenge, I win a bonus prize. If you if you and I are the same weight? Oh, that's true, because I got a 20-pound head start. Yeah. You got to lead. Okay. If you catch you my lead. weight where I'm going to be at the end of this, you get a bonus prize of what? Name it. Let's go. Uh-huh. Extra, extra 
I don't know. We need. To, we'll wait till uh, Wednesday for that. Okay, we'll decide on Wednesday. We'll decide on Wednesday. All right, Big C. Time to think. Two twenty. I'll be honest. Not as bad as I thought I was. <laughs> I was I'll thinking more around 240. I, I was thinking, I, I haven't I weighed in months, man. I knew where I was. The heaviest I've ever been was like 215. So 220. 220. And I'm like, I'm a, I'm, but I'm a, I'm a dumpy butt. I'm like less than six feet. All right, Big C, you're the man. Yep. Peace out. I am. All right, Peace here we go. See you, buddy. <laughs> Corey Williams right there. I don't know where the uh, – there it is. There it is. We got the uh, big C right there, ladies and gentlemen. He weighs 243 pounds. And I'm going to put a picture up right here that I found the other day of me and Corey holding up some delicious bass, and he was really skinny from about two years ago. So 240, big C, and I'm 220. So it begins. I'll drink to that fat ass challenge, fat ass challenge. So we'll come up with a side pot. I'm going to bring my scales, get him weighed up too. We'll use the low budget live scales for the, uh, for the challenge. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm not happy that I weigh that, but, uh, we're going to get down there Two twenty. So if you want to be a part of it, and please do. I want you to be a part of it. Tag me on Instagram when you're out there running on the treadmill. Tag me up when you're eating a salad. Tag me on Instagram. Uh, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's lose some weight. I, I'm going to be like the new um, The Rock of the fishing world. Let's go. You can do this, man. And listen, I need the motivation too, okay? It's why I, I'm a very, uh, my wife will tell you this, a triple threat, that I am very, a very, 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 very private person, <laughs> On stuff like this, and and uh, but I thought, you know, man, I want to do it. Uh, I want to do it like this because, um, you know, bring everybody in and and accountability. And I know everybody suffers through things like this, man. And you uh, and I know y'all have helped me get through a lot of hard times this fall with a lot of positive energy and things. And man, I just want to uh, I want to say thank you. So let's get healthy together. Low budget. Live folk, low budget live folk, the LBL crowd, and let's end it down at the classic together um, with a celebratory uh, handing of a check to me by Corey, five hundred dollars. Let me let my next guest. No. So my guest today. And I'm really excited about this. Uh, just text him to see if it's okay to call. Go ahead and call. But because uh, I'm a couple minutes early. Always, always run out of steam. But my guest today is fixing to head to his fifth Bassmaster Classic. Uh, he has won over $700,000 just with bass. He also fished FLW for a while out on the uh, West Coast. And he is absolutely. I feel like a he's an interesting guy for a lot of uh, for a lot of different reasons, for a lot of different reasons. And I'm uh, somebody I've wanted to talk to for a long time. I don't know him well. I know him uh, just a little bit, uh, but 
but really, really good guy. Ladies and gentlemen, let's see if we can get on the phone Chris Zaldane. What's up, Luke? What's up, buddy? Oh, here we are. Here we are. How are you? Good. I'm good. I'm actually uh, currently at a boat and outdoors tackle show here in Collinsville, uh, Illinois, just outside of St. Louis, Missouri. So I'm out here in one of the meeting rooms uh, rapping with you guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this. When I reached out to you, uh, I I saw that you were getting on an airplane when I sent the text, and I was like, I hope. That Mr. Zaldane can do this Just because uh, I know this time of year is rough For for a lot of us Traveling, doing tackle shows And meeting the people But I've seen you sharing Looks like you're meeting a lot of folks this weekend A lot of fans Yeah, absolutely, dude It's uh, it's awesome Uh, Man, I can't tell you how many times Someone's come up to me And brought up that whole Lake Gunnersville spoon incident (laughs) You know, and that just shows That, you know, how many people are tuned in to bass live and watch the drama unfold and and uh you know see it all it's it's amazing just about every single person that walked up to me you know mentioned that and that's uh, amazing it's really cool it's really cool because you know we all have social media instagram facebook twitter all that stuff like putting you know the faces to the fans you know and and uh tagging those people just means so much to them and uh it's really cool to interact with them in in person you know that's what it's all about absolutely well until you meet somebody I, i get that a lot um um, you know, you're working the classic and stuff, and people come up and they're like, "Hey, man, I'm Jim Bob Fishing seven seven six underscore," and you're like, "Oh, hey, dude, yeah. what's up?" Because yeah. you, you meet all these yeah. guys, you meet them yeah. online, and you feel like you know them, and then you're like, yep. what's up, dude?" In person, it, it, it's, it's really cool. Yeah, it is. It's funny, and a lot of them, you know, they, you know, they're so witty and, and oh, quick yeah. online, and then in person, you're like, "Dude, that doesn't match who you are." Exactly. Online. That's just how it is. <laughs> that's it's so much co- cooler online. That's right. exactly that's right. Fair. Well, that's definitely yeah. me to a nutshell. Yeah. I think I think Chris Aldane's cool uh, all the time, though. I will say that the mustache. Uh, do you still have the stash right now, dude? It is it is in full force, man. I uh, decided to, to cut the mustache under my face. Um, I think it was during that northern swing yes. last year, and uh, you know, I just I haven't shaved for a while. I don't grow much hair, anyways. I'm not. not you know, very hairy person, but you know, I, <laughs> I decided to cut it in my face up there during that Northern swing. I'm like, man, it, it works for Seth. You know, those small mouths seem to like that they caterpillar do. and, and, uh, you know, they like insects and bugs and things. So yeah, the small mouth really, uh, really took appreciation to it. Cause man, we lit, we lit it on fire that last quarter of the season. No doubt, uh, dude. Yeah, man. A couple seconds, a fifth and a, you know, just, just, just you know feeling good just fishing good and feeling good and that's that's what it's all about you know i got that 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 asked yeah people are asking me like all week long here at at this show it's just you know what how why like how did you do so well last year and and i typically I, i always say you know it's you know i had a killer season and some would argue, oh, it's because the competition left, you know. And we talk, and you talk about that type of thing on this show all the Absolutely. time. Absolutely, it's because the competition left. You know, yeah. there's no one there left to compete against. It's absolute BS. I know when I'm catching them, and I know when I'm not catching them. Last year, 2019, during the whole elite season, it seemed like every single adjustment I made. I made it and caught a big one. It was the craziest thing. You know, it's just, it's, you know, momentum, momentum's everything. One good decision leads to the next and leads to the next, leads to a five pounder, leads to a offshore random smallmouth spot that you could cast out <laughs> on type of thing. But, um, that's just, that's just how it works. And, um, 
you know, it's just we had an awesome season last year and can't wait to keep it moving moving well, forward in 2020. Well, I'll say this about those good years, and we've seen them those crazy years where these flurries happen like the, the Gunnersville, the last minute flurry that truly when yeah. you're watching it on Bass Live, we're all thinking, well, we just won. There's no way. Yeah. I mean, you, you did lose fish, but it's like those kind of things happen when a guy does enough, you yes. know, and, yes. and, and historically being a fan of the sport and then being a participant in the sport as well. Like when you have those days, you're like, okay, yeah, you're kind of thinking it going in, you know, when you're idling yep. in a little bit, like, did I do enough? Was that meant to be? Because we've seen that so many times. But yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter who's in the tournament, the list of names. That yep. doesn't matter. When, you, doesn't. when you're having that role, it doesn't yep. matter who's in it. And yep. I'll say this, though. This was a very and, and, and the whole world watched because it was the most intriguing year in Bassmaster history because some of these household names left and and that's yep. been obviously we've talked about it to death but they left but what they were replaced with were more household names <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean <laughs> i mean that's that's the thing is that's yeah. that's what's fair yeah. about it yeah it's uh scott canterbury his name's not kevin van Dam, but buddy i fished against that cat set for a long time and guess yep. what that wasn't a fluke <laughs> Yep. You know, yep. And, and it's the same with the Johnstons and, you know, dude, the Gutsy and I Shane mean, LeHue and Brandon oh, Cobb. Dude. and Yeah, the young guys. Oh, yeah. Shane LeHue and, and, dude, I, I mean, you got Patrick Walters. Oh, no, I know. See, like, who, who was that? Who who was that? Absolutely. Dude, they, could, they could hold the rod and reel, cast the rod and reel, catch fist, just like, you know, the guys I looked up to, the KVDs, the, you Absolutely. know, the I, Dude, when I was growing up fishing, it was all I looked up to was the, the big four, you know, it was, no. it was KVD, it was Skeet, it was, it was Ike and it was Swindle. Me Those too, four yeah. guys were like gods to me, dude. Like growing up in California, that's who I wanted to be. That's where I wanted to be. And just with the crazy unfolding of, of how this all came up, you know, here I am nine years in the Elite Series and the end of 2018, we were faced with that that decision. And you've heard many guys come on the show and talk about their decision and this right, decision right. and that decision and this and that. And Dude, at the end of 2018, it was hard for a lot of guys. And and, uh, and this is really what kind of fueled um, the successful year, in my opinion, in 2019. But 2000, at the end of 2018, going into 19, I didn't know what was around the corner. I didn't know mm-hmm. if, you know, Bass was going to survive, you know, we were going to survive. But I knew one thing, and it was that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with the organization that I busted my ass to get to. You know, I busted, I, dude. I had a, you know, a nine to five job making, you know, $23 an hour, left that, gave it all up to, to come and fish the 2011 Bassmaster Central Opens. I drove from California to Texas that. and yeah. back. Yeah. California Amazing. to Oklahoma and back. California to Table Rock and back. I didn't have any running mates. I didn't have any uh, co-anglers. Dude, I was on a mission to set out and make the Elite Series. So, you know, and there's there was a lot of that this past year. A lot of guys gave up everything to come fish the Elite Series. And, dude, I'll tell you right now, the, there has never been such a high demand for these Bassmaster Elite Series spots. And I'm just so proud to be one of the 80-plus 80, 80 guys that have this spot. We're such a, you know, we're in a privileged, privileged position. And uh, it's nothing but, uh, but, you know, onward and upward moving forward. So, well, and to I, think about where we were, you know, to think about where we were this time and, you know, the last year, 2008, end of 2018, and to see all the changes and everything, it's just, dude, I made the right decision. And that's another thing, too, here in Collinsville, Illinois, you know, I have guys come up to me. Dude, I counted on my fingers <laughs> how many times a guy would come up to me and say these exact words, dude, 
thank you for staying. Those exact awesome. words. And I counted exactly nine times out of the hundreds of thousands of people that walk through here. I mean, that's just, that's everything, that you know, made, to, that to have that feedback. Man. Yeah, it does. It really does. So, well, your, your story is a lot like Brandon's in that blue collar, put your nose to the grindstone and work your way through the yep. ranks at Bass. You won a, an open back in what, 2005? Five, yeah. On the co-angler yep. side. And you won yep. a boat. Yep. And that kind of, exactly. and that yep. kind of, you know, was a springboard in that Bassmaster open. Um, yep. There was something when I was, I actually do some research on Low Budget Live, believe it or not. Yeah, um, you do good. I, I, try, I try to, but there was something, and I'll be honest, dude, uh, you and I have met a few times over the years. We talked some, yep. um, and, and I, I've always, I've always admired your, the, your style, and and I say that because your your angling style, because it it you're definitely a way better fisherman than I'll ever be. But I have a lot of, and I and I think I imitate a lot of West Coast guys in that I love to flip, I love to power fish, but I also love little bitty light line, and I love yeah. to finesse fish. And so I've you've always it, yeah. been one of those guys that I've been like. You know, when you're at Toledo Bend a few years ago and you catch a giant on a wacky worm, like six, seven pound line, I'm like, dude, that's yeah. me. I would do something that stupid, right? Stupid, like, exactly. it's stupid, but I'm like, got it in the boat. You know, yep. I can't tell you how many yep. times that in those situations people are like, you're going to use a yep. spinning rod here. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm going to yep. get a bite. You know, get a bite. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to get a yep. bite. But I've always, I've always admired that about you. But you're still this go for the throat, pick up the mag draft. You yep. know. Throw a jerk bait, power fish. Yep. You're flipping a drop shot at bull shell or at uh, yep. what was it? Bull shoals yep. and uh, yeah, that was bull shoals. Yeah, in yeah. yep. those bushes, like those kind of techniques are are really cool to me. And I really thought when you get when you get your elite series win, um, I figured it would be Lanier this year. I'll be honest. Yeah. I was like yep. Zaldane will win Lanier, and I probably yep. said that on here. Um, yep. When you get your first win. And you will, and I believe it'll happen this year. What what would you rather win on? Would you rather win on light line or the big stuff? I know the win is the win, but what is your preference for people that are like, is Zaldane a finesse guy? Is he a swim bait guy? What is your pick of what yeah, you want that, your first win, signature win? What's that going to be on? That's a great question. Like currently one of my eyeballs is looking to the left, one of my eyeballs is looking to the right. Because <laughs> when I think about the two, like that's, it's literally like half my brain is over here with the big bait and then half of it's finesse. But, and you, you hit it, you know, you hit that and saying, you know, that's just the California way of fishing. You you kind of see it with Aaron and, and, you know, some of these other guys, it's they're really good with, you know, something micro, like two and a half, three inches, like a little swim bait or a little mm-hmm. drop shot or something mag, like a six, eight inch, you know, swim bait. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, the big swim bait. Okay. Um, no doubt. It is so hard to win with that thing. You saw it with me at the Classic mm-hmm. earlier this year in Knoxville. It's like one day you catch the biggest sack of the week, period. <laughs> and then the next morning, just a slight a bit of current change or wind change or sun or clouds changes that whole bite. But you are literally, when that thing is locked in your hands for six, eight hours a day, I mean, you are going for that blue trophy or that brown classic trophy. And then that's that's how I want to win it, uh, okay. no doubt. So, and with that being said, if you know, I'll take it one step further. <laughs> Say the classic, man. The classics would be such a good tournament this year. And oh yeah, I know, I know those Gunnersville bass in March. They love to eat a big fake rubber fish, <laughs> and, uh, and that'll be a that'll be a really good one. So I, I, I'm really intrigued at the fact that it's the first week of March this year. They moved it from yeah. February. 
yep. you know, when it was on Gunnersville. The last time, I, I get really tired of, uh, and this is something me and my buddy Darian talk about a lot, I get really sick and tired of Gunnersville February tournaments, <laughs> even though they're yeah. slugfest, yeah. because our fishing yeah. in February, uh, I mean, in, in March, mid-March, and then into April, dude, that's when you see ridiculous stringers of fish a lot yep. of times, and yep. and uh, and just good average bags, you know, those, you know, you have a team tournament that in 50th place, you'll see 20 pounds, you know, that kind of yeah, stuff, it's, it's when March yep. is when that happens, so I think you yep. guys are going to knock their freaking lights out. Yeah, man. that that's a crazy time, too, because I, and I've only been to Gunnersville in, in the spring maybe three or four times, and of course in the summertime, but March is a weird time, I and mean, if you have a long winter, it, it'll be like that week of March, it'll go off like any day, like literally right. any day, like the first day of the Classic, it could be 18, you know, if it's sucky and cold, it could be like 20, 18 to 20 pounds leading, and then like a sunshine you know, trend happens, mm-hmm. and then it's going to, you're going to need 30 pounds by the end of the day, so it's it's one of those magical times where it happens that week, so it's really cool they they, they scheduled it then. So so it's it, what I'm trying to say is it's a big difference between a fe, you know late February and then that first week oh, of yeah. March. That is huge difference. Although it's only ten days apart or whatever it is, it is a huge huge difference. Well, I think you know when the days. This is something I feel like a lot of people don't talk about a lot, but those the light cycle. You know the days are getting longer. Yep. Uh, and those fish, you know, they react to that as much as they do weather. Yeah. As always, yep. you know, I'm a firm believer in that. So it does change by the minute in those, yeah, dude, that, in, in those yeah, weeks. That's that's a really good thought, and we talked about that in a seminar yesterday. And and too many people put you know that real heavy stock, and they bet heavy on water temperature. Mm-hmm. Oh, the back of this creek is you know fifty four, fifty five. It's going up, dude. It's it's the length of the day and that sunlight penetration. It really is because no man, I've had fish in forty nine, forty eight degree water absolutely smoke a swim bait like it's 80 degrees outside Mm -hmm. you know and it's just all conditional and and that's really what you have to play um especially during the classic that week so that'll be really cool well i can't wait i think it's going to be a really big classic i think knoxville will be hard to beat because i'm a tennessee fan so i want to say that that the knoxville (laughs) classic was incredible but uh all you alabama folks okay i know birmingham will will show out it always does and there will be some really big bags caught uh you know something that uh i wanted to talk to you about and this was something i did not know about chris alden i didn't realize you had made several forest wood cups yeah for some reason i never knew that about you yep yeah we talked about that yesterday in the seminar as well dude i made four consecutive uh, forest wood cups so back in the day you know back in the early 2000s bass fishing was good dude bass fishing was awesome again those four top guys i was just idolizing on 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 the elite series you'd watch tune in on espn too every saturday sunday that's right see these guys and imitate these guys dude i want to be there so, you know, the FLW series, they were the Everstarts, you know, eventually turned into Costas or whatever mm-hmm. they call them. You know, those, that's just kind of the entry-level Pro-Am style event. Well, the National Guard got involved with the FLW that's right. and sponsored the National Guard Eastern and Western Tours. And basically, there were a series of events. All you guys in the in the Southeast love those events. I mean, they were, they were you know, what were they, like four grand in entry? Fees yeah. And oh, yeah. Per that's just like a tour. That's a tour level that's event. Right. But it was regional. It was Eastern and it was Western. So that's kind of, you know, I was, you know, I just, I won a boat at 20 years old. And then through my early, early twenties, I said to heck with school, we're going to give up school. I'm going to get, I'm going to invest in a fishing education. And I just, I, 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 the blue collar way of fishing and, and just putting your time in and learning the ins and outs of tournament bass fishing out West, fishing Havasu, fishing Shasta, the Delta, Clear Lake, and making the forest wood cup every year out there. It was just, you know, it was, it was learning. 
And then when every time every time I made the Forest Wood Cup, it, you know, reading that Bassmaster magazine about the dog days of summer in the South, like I got my taste for four years <laughs> in a row. Dude, I don't think I had to finish like above 50th in those Forest Wood Cups. And, you know, and it's just summertime fishing in the South. I had no clue what summertime fishing in the South was. So I got my butt kicked each and every time, but I learned each and every time. So, um, but yeah, you know, that's just, that's the part of, of, you know, growing up into this tournament bass fishing scene. You have to adapt, you have to learn. Um, you got to take that kick in the face. You got to get your teeth knocked out to learn, you know, there's no, there's no magazine. There's no bass live. That'll, that'll teach you firsthand. It'll guide you but you got to learn the hard way each and every time. So, um, you know, it's, it's all about putting in the time and, and eventually you'll be there. Dude, I, I love that so much. And, and I, I really, for a lot of guys, um, I know it's a shame that, uh, that the cup's gone, you know, I think you yeah, would agree with yeah, that. That was yeah. a marquee oh, event in the sport Absolutely. and it sucks, um, Absolutely. to see that. And like you said, it was when Bass moved there, and I've got kind of mixed feelings on, on the fact that it was always in August, you know. It is a really yeah, tough yeah. time of year, but then you look yep. at, like, the one Atkins one out on Lake Murray. Yeah. They smashed them. It was this really crazy good tournament. Yep. But most of them were grinders, you know, and, and didn't take a lot of weight to win. But, yeah. uh, but I think that was cool, too, because it was almost like that U.S. Open thing in Mead where it's this just battle of physical and mental and, you know, tough conditions. Yep. And, yeah. and the winner always dang sure uh, – proved himself uh, yeah, when he but held that again, cup up. Yep, yep. And that's the other thing, too, is it's been a hot topic around here, around these shows we're w- working through January. Is, you know, just the, t- you know, talking about just the economics of the sport and mm-hmm. how things are how things are, are going and not going for some for some people, individuals, companies, or anglers. And back then, it seemed like it was it was fairly good. You know, it was, it was fairly good. And, and uh, you know, the first early stages of the Elite Series where I idolized these guys, it seemed like it was really good. Everyone's boat deals and motor deals were excellent. There was a lot of sponsor money getting tossed around. And, and um, you know, I guess over time, you know, things were promised to some anglers. And, 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 you know, let me say that that was kind of before my time. So when it came down to the decision again back in the late 18, you know, some of those promises and, and, and people talk about being mistreated and this and that, that was kind of before my time right. and, um, for some of those guys to say, no, you need to do this and you need to come over here and you need to fish this. This is the future. I'm like, wait a second, dude, I busted my butt to get to where I'm at. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to risk it all because, you know, you think this is the right thing for, for everyone. Well, you know, when you got, you know, you know, you know, you got money invested or, or whatever it might be. It's like everyone's an individual here. We're all independent contractors. We work for our partners. We work for our sponsors. Uh, we work hard for them. And, and, uh, and, you know, Bassmasters is, is the platform for that. And that's, you know, it's, that's how it is. And I feel like that's how it's always going to be. Well, so. it, you know, and that's a, that's an interesting point. And it's something that I said, I probably have said it on here. Yeah. When a lot of those veteran guys left, you know, yep. they're not close to retiring or anything like that, but these guys have a super long track records and super established careers. Yep. So to try to get the Chris Aldanes and the and the Brandon Polnicks and the Justin Lucases yep. to leave, yep. you know, yep. Uh, yep. Seth Fighters, I felt like that was a little, I don't want to say selfish, but they're trying something new. And they do say they're, they're talking about the future of the sport, but, you know, I've dealt with this personally in some situations where, 
you know, a guy may tell you that, but if he takes a big buyout on something or whatever, and he's out in five years, he may not worry yeah. about Luke Duncan again. You know, no, no. like uh, he's trying course. to get to the end of the rainbow, so to speak. Of course. Um, of course. You know, yeah. and the, and those guys definitely feel like they did the right thing, and they and they feel yeah. like what they're doing is is the best thing out there. Yeah. And yep. and we can yep. talk that all day long. Um, yep. There is a yep. great divide in our sport. It's unfortunate. Oh. Yeah, um, and, and I feel like Luke too. Let me interrupt you, dude. I feel like it's kind of—I hate to say it like this—I feel like it's devalued the angler a little bit. I definitely. really do, man. I, I do. There are so many just unsigned contracts out there right now. Just to give you a, a little look or a taste into what it's like to be a professional bass fisherman right now, dude. Everything is late, 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 very late, late. spawned. It's like they're spawning in May, <laughs> like late, late. And normally, and what dude, we're talking about is sponsor contracts for those of you yeah. guys. This stuff's normally taken care of September, yeah. October, oh November. That way you've got your ducks in a row before oh. you, but now oh. there are a lot of contracts. Open, that are, yeah. open contracts and Upshaw went on and talked about it. And that was a great show. And, and they nailed it, dude. These marketing departments, these these marketing leads are are just like, dude, what the heck do we do? You know, <laughs> and and for the poor guy that's one, two, three years into it, you know, not established, it's like, okay, I'm just gonna wait here and wait for something to trickle down, that's dude. Right. That may or may not happen. That's true. And you know, I I find myself nine years into it, and it's still like that for me too. You know, it's oh. like it's crazy. It's scary almost, and, I, and I'm starting to see on social media, you're starting to see guys announce, you know, normally in, in January 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, you see guys on social media, oh, I'm happy to announce what I'm with yeah. so I'm happy to announce I partnered with this and that. I'm starting to see more and more, you know, I'm happy to announce I'm with, you know, uh, you know Uncle Bob's radiator. <laughs> That's shop. right. I'm sponsored by Johnny's Crankbait. Like, you know, it's like... It's, it's dude, bizarre. It's, uh, it is bizarre. Very, very much Do bizarre, you think, so. you know, our divide has, it's definitely started with, with Bass and, and BPT and FLW, mm-hmm. you know, just all, all being on separate pages. But do you feel like some of the, and, and this is something I talk about all the time and people get, get tired of hearing it, I'm sure, but do you think any of what's going on with marketing departments and sponsorship-wise um, that there's been a wrench thrown in by some of these, uh, some of the YouTube crowds, some of the influencers, oh, yeah. you know oh, what I no mean? Doubt. As far as like these no guys doubt. can prove their numbers, yes, they can show absolutely. you. No doubt. Uh, absolutely. No doubt. And I've seen it with some of the sponsors I work with, you know, they're starting to look that eyebrow and that marketing lead. He's like, well, I got this over here. They don't really know what's going on. Then I've mm-hmm. got these guys over here, multi-million followers <laughs> and right. views and like, me as a professional bass fisherman and everyone else i've looked up to up to this point as a professional touring tournament bass fisherman dude that whole demographic was completely missed no doubt just just untapped by by us dude there were kids walking around this show and there still are i'm looking out at a, at a, a show floor right now they're walking around these skeeter boats and and things and 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 dude they have no clue who i am they have no freaking clue who kevin is Mm -hmm. who ike is brandon they have no clue who those guys are but they beg their dad and mom mom take me into academy take me to dicks and 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 i want to get this googan five dollar five dollar pack of worms and and (laughs) those guys are killing it and like they have no freaking clue who that guy is in that in that jersey you know it's like it's wow. interesting, man. So, and then now you're starting to see more guys, you know, kind of, you know, cross pollinate and, yep. and, you know, get into both. And I think that's a, 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 a heck of a direction. And, and, um, it's a hard one. It's, it's a lot of hard work. 
It is it's a lot dude. of hard work, and I think I think dude. a lot of pros that all of a sudden decide, hey, I got a YouTube channel because I, I'm I'm one of those guys that I'm really working hard at it. But dude, yeah, it dude, is so work. much work. Oh. oh, especially if you're by yourself, like oh you, yeah, man, you got kids, you got yeah. uh, you hold down a job. <laughs> yeah. at That's right, dude. It's brutal. Man. It is absolutely. It is. And it, but for those guys who really started out early, you know the, the you know the Goog, you know all those guys. Those I mean, they nailed it and they killed it and they they certainly they, did. You know. They're seizing it, no doubt. So. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, there's a purge going on with a lot of companies marketing-wise. You know, I've seen it, you know, working at TH, some of the stuff that, yeah. and, and you do look at, well, hey, man, do I do I go go this way? Do I go that way with our marketing dollars, which are precious? Yeah. Because like I mentioned yeah. on the last show, marketing dollars, they go straight to the bottom line. If you yeah. take them, that's just a, hey, we want to spend this. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 yeah. we want to spend this. We don't have to. We want to. And that's what yeah. I always say to people, especially young folks. If you, get, if you get fortunate enough to get sponsored, you need to, A, appreciate it, and you need to work as hard as you can for that company that, that pays it, you money. And save your exactly. money. Save your money, yeah. Yep, yep. Because, it, because when you make your living off of marketing budgets, it changes every year. It's a volatile deal. Oh, my gosh, it is. Yeah, you got to, I mean, that's just a precious relationship that you got to take care of like a baby every single year. Um, and that's, I mean, again, I mean, you see a lot. Dude, I mean, you're going to see some announcements. I've, I've already saw one uh, yesterday with social media. Some of these guys have been with companies for 20-plus years, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're changing. Dude, how do you start fresh with a, you know, with a company after 20 years? It's the craziest thing. So we're at a really weird time in professional bass, fish, professional bass fishing where you have to bust your butt to prove that you know, you're worth something. Your value, you get paid for your value, dude. Not that space on your shirt, not that space on your boat or truck. That's right. Your value. What kind you know, what you gotta be different. You gotta somehow be different, you know. So it's um it's interesting and, and um and you know, and and with that too, the organizations, whether it's, you know, FLW, MLF, whatever it is, the bass, you know, the the leads of, of those organizations have to adapt as well. No doubt. And, that was one of the things, too, is in my decision when a lot of those veterans left. They left because of what the old regime was doing mm-hmm. or, or wasn't doing. And, you know, the fresh, brand-new, uh, you know, Anderson family, they come in, and, and I've had, you know, nothing but faith in them. And, um, you know, it was, never, it's never, it was never a sales pitch. It was just like, hey, hey, my name is Chase Anderson. I'm the new owner of Bass. Mm-hmm. Here's what I plan to do. I'm not trying to sell you anything. Here's my vision looking forward. Um, we would love it if you, you know, if your business is a part of ours, you know, and, and, you know, a lot several of us professional fishermen said, Hey, I'm on board, man. I don't feel like I'm being sold anything. Let's, let's roll. That's awesome. And, so, and Brian yeah. Latimer said the vision, uh, you know, that path at Bass right now, it's, it's crystal clear. I mean, mm-hmm. the classic's the goal. AOI's mm-hmm. the goal. For Brian, you know, it's making the elites as the goal. But he said at FLWMLF, he didn't feel like that future was as clear. It, yeah. It, Ten years from now, is it the thing? We, we all don't know. You know, we don't. Yep. But but yep. right now, yep. Bass is that crystal clear um, yep. path for, for a lot yep. of guys. And we've seen that with all these folks coming to the Opens. Uh, I want to... I wanted to talk real quick just because um, I'm a big fan of trait. Yep. And how hard she works in this sport and everything she's done. And she has, you know, for those of you who don't know, uh, and if you're here watching this, I'm sure you do know, but uh, 
Trait Zaldane is Chris's wife and who also competes on the Bassmaster Opens. And she also has her own signature series line of rods through Eagle Claw. It's yes. very cool. Um, the pink rods, and she's done very well with that and trying yep. to promote women and, and girls and fishing. And yes. she does a really great job of that. But talk about what it's like because a lot of guys listening to this are going to be like, dude, you go fish tournaments with your wife? Because here's the deal. I go fish tournaments <laughs> to get away from my wife. So how, <laughs> yeah. how does that dynamic work? Because she understands she understands what you go through, man, because yeah. um, through her own adversities, through her own successes, she knows what it's like when she sees her husband. Uh, like my wife would understand if I got three second places. You know, she'd be like, oh, that, yeah. that man, I know that stings. But she's yeah. not out yeah. there trying to get three second places herself. You know no, what I mean? Right, so right. No, what, what's point. that dynamic like for you and Trey when you're at an event? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, you know, like you said, some guys try to get away from their wives and stuff. It's, <laughs> it's very tricky. It's tricky. It really is. I mean, in any marriage, I don't care. No one's, nobody's perfect. No relationship's perfect. But man, just think about all the tempers that flare. At, oh, yeah. At, yeah, there's so much stress. Dude, think about this. I've got, you know, two different sets of tempers, two different sets of, <laughs> of attitudes, the ups and downs of bass fishing. So it's me and my, my wife. And I got two sets of truck problems two sets of basketball That's problems two sets of payments it's like dude like yeah it's it's a lot of work no doubt but um to see a, a woman like her um just you know work as hard as anyone out there for something she truly loves and believes in it's just something special and and for those who don't know um you know she comes from a, a, a finance background she graduated from smu with a poli sci uh you know degree and and uh so she's in the I guess you could say she's into the political stuff. That's why she's so good behind the scenes and, and business. She gets business. That's what I love about her most. And coming from the finance background, she knows kind of like money habits and, and investing and, and, and things like that. So a lot of what's going on in the sport, she saw coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty fortunate to have that as, you know, as an asset, as a, as a teammate. Like her, her, you know, her side, her look of things, you know, on my side, it just really helps the team out. But for her to, um, and that's what it was. That that was our whole agreement from the giddy, like right from the get go when we met. When I knew I was going to marry her, the whole you know, the whole agreement was you know I'd help her with the fishing stuff. She'd help me with the business and marketing side, and it's been a really good one two awesome. uh, you know team approach. And it really is because I know so many you know professional anglers who are awesome at fishing but suck at marketing, or are great at marketing and suck at fishing. That's I right. Have, yeah. I have the best of both worlds and in one team so it's, it's really neat that's and, awesome um, so yeah so she's firing up her YouTube this year and a lot I of saw that yeah get her to her. A, yeah. a thousand yeah. uh, she needs yeah. a thousand subs yeah for the first open please yeah go check her out Trey Zaldane she's gonna uh, live stream on, the good the bad the ugly yeah. everything yeah, man she's man. gonna bring she's it to gonna you be real vulnerable and we all know how you know like a Danica did in, in NASCAR she got, got a lot of hate a lot of shade of course but dude she's developed some thick skin over the last few years and she's ready for it and ready to be vulnerable and throw it all out there as we should all I mean look at look at what the YouTubers do do they open up their, their life Everything. daily and that's what people want they want people vulnerable they, they love the vulnerability they love you're a character it's all entertainment it's social entertainment um, so so she's going to be doing that, and then I'm going to be firing up my YouTube this year. It's going to be the infotainment where I'm going to try to entertain but deliver the information of how to catch bass. I love teaching people how to catch bass, so we're going to give it uh, a really solid go this year on, on YouTube. We've hired a guy to follow us around all awesome. season long, so that's going to be that's going to be pretty dope. And 
Heck yeah, yeah man. it's gonna be good, man. So that's, that's again, you got you, you always got to level up, dude. And you know, you do. You yeah, you got to keep and on, you, man. And you stepped up your your stuff. So you know, with the podcast and, and everyone, the whole industry is talking about it. You, you always have to level up. Whether you're a, a BFL guy, you know, if you're that guy that's stuck at the BFL level, dude, level up, man. Just 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 you know, do whatever it Go takes, for it. scratch and claw yep. your way up to to the coasters or to the next level and the opens and. And always level up. I don't care how long it takes, but just always think about moving up and up and up and up and just keep climbing. So that's what we're doing here this year. Yeah, man, just always level up. And 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 y'all, here's what you need to understand about all of us doing this that I want to say is because people say, man, you know, you're doing it because of sponsors or you're doing it because of this. Yes and no. It, this is yeah, a business yeah. for us. This is our life. Yeah, but you sure. got to understand that when I do low budget live, when Chris and Trade are going to be out here live streaming, they've got a camera guy phone. These are investments. These exactly. are investments to bring yep. you, you know, yep. more content to bring you closer in. Like Chris is saying, yep. infotainment. He's going to teach yep. you uh, yep. how to throw that mag draft, uh, yep, which I'm hoping exactly. he does with me in my boat this year too. Yeah. We got to talk <laughs> about that, but uh, a little bit. We're going to do a traveling circus. Me and Zaldane yeah. just doesn't know it yet. That uh, good. That's I happening. Like that's I've got. I've got to record. You, uh, uh, this is a binding contract. Um, yeah, let's this do is it. a binding contract. But but he's going to show you that. So support these folks. Go subscribe. Um, you know, and and definitely uh, let them know how much you appreciate what they're doing because right now is the finest time in this bass mm-hmm. fishing world. There there are so many options for tournaments to watch. There's so many content creators out there, and it's it's an awesome time. So it there, is. It really is. I really really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to do this, man. And uh, I want to say this year. 2020, the new decade. I want you to level up into that Elite Series dub, Bassmaster Classic dub. It's happening, dude. I love Uh, it, man. I really appreciate it, dude. Be safe going home, and I hope to see you and talk to you very soon. Right on, Luke. I appreciate it, man. Keep killing it on Low Budget Live. Thank you, buddy. So in tune with the sport and what's going on, man. We go to you weekly for uh, the latest (laughs) and uh, greatest news, brother. I really appreciate it, dude. Until next time, we'll see you. Heck yeah, man. All All right. right. Chris Zaldane, man, that was cool. Level up. Level up, ladies and gentlemen. You need to level up. It's great advice, man. It's great advice from a good guy. Sharp, sharp dude right there, okay? Sharp dude. Um, He gets it. He gets what he's about. He gets what the sport's about. And, um, you know, proud uh, proud he came on to talk to us. You know, that was a great way to kick off 2020, wasn't it? Got the fat-ass challenge going. Got a little Chris Aldane. I'd like to say, you're welcome. You are welcome. That was awesome, man. That was that was a really good talk. He uh, um, had a good time talking to uh, Mr. Zaldangerous, Chris Zaldane. Got some other uh, big guests coming up. Uh, some other things coming real quick before I jump off here for the day. And leave you with a little Biloxi Blues by Luke Duncan by yours truly. Traveling Circus, number one. Super excited. Me, Kyle Wood from Minnesota back this fall. This Traveling Circus thing. I got a couple episodes filmed this fall. The rest of them will be filmed this spring with my man Tanner Lines. And the first one drops this Thursday. This Thursday, the Traveling Circus from Minnesota, frog fishing. Go check it out, man. It's it's like what I did with the Traveling Circus last year, documenting the FLW Tour, but it's going to be more of a fishing show, okay? Um, first episode this week, so please go give it a watch. Tell your buddies to watch it. Comment below on it, and uh, if you're not subscribed to the channel, make sure you're subscribed. I really appreciate that. Just hit 5,000 subscribers, man. 
I'll drink to that. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. You know, this time last year I had about 400. So that means a lot. We're seeing growth. And uh, it's awesome, man. I am going to work my butt off. And I'm going to work out because of this fat-ass challenge, boy. I'm going to get rid of them LBs. But I'm going to keep working my butt off for this YouTube channel for all of you. I really, really appreciate it. Thank y'all so much. I hope you have an awesome first full week of January. Some of you may just be getting back to work, you lucky dogs. But uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, as always. And uh, I will see you next week. Jackson Town to Tupelo I never could make it last Spanish moss and Civil War ghosts Well, I'm gonna leave them in the past Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine It don't matter, east or west North, south, wherever the wind blows I'm leaving those burdens at rest This highway It does not know my name and I don't care, no, I don't care. Headed my way for another place and I got three good tires and a spare. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there. Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it, a life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6'8 Western. Oh, mule there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.